This is RadioWilder.com with Harry. Season 2018, welcoming Australia and Brazil to the lineup. Now in 17 countries, bringing you Wilder news flashes, the hot Wilder t-shirt, cool rock and roll videos and interviews every week. Now, here's Harry. Hey, thanks, Dave. Hey, Radio Wilder fans. Check out our latest video that we have up. It's of my lifelong friend, Ty Grimes, playing drums on a tune called Medicine Man. He's doing trio work on it. Ty and I have been pals since we were 14, lifelong friends. Both played the drums. He's still playing the drums. And he's played with some of the world's best musicians and bands, including a Radio Wilder favorite, Ricky Nelson. Check it out.
What's up? Friday night. Base of the Monk. Base of Big Camelback. Camelback Studios. Back again. Wondering what in the world are we going to do this weekend? I always wonder what in the world am I going to do this weekend? Got uh, a wonderful, wonderful show tonight. I think we always have a wonderful, wonderful show, and some are contributions coming from you, which, of course, we're very happy to have. Instead of starting with immediately with the homework, what we're gonna, what I'm going to do tonight on the storytelling time is talk about the tremendous time we had in Nashville, Music City, share a few secrets with you, and uh, a big upset that happened down in Nashville and what a fun town it was. So we'll get into that in the storytelling. We have on the site some new pictures, hopefully. And we certainly have our brand new MYM, our MIM, our meditation, our yoga, our getting mellow playlist. It's just a list sitting out there for anybody to use at your discretion, just listening pleasure or to use with one of those activities, or to do what Terry found out it was very successful at today. He played it in his office, and it put the two dogs to sleep. So I believe it's going to have some type of a merit, and you'll be able to enjoy it and have a wonderful time with it. Some of the new pictures might be from Nashville. Uh, We have some fans that have sent some of their stuff in. And... uh, so they'll, they'll get on the video. Uh, we're still still trying to put it together in the charity. We have the video up in Wilder Video, which, of course, is the, the group, the, uh, the little group that we're trying to, to get together and make it happen with that, and I think we're going to. On the 23rd of March, we're still on track to do our very first song, Broken Into, the American public's eyes and ears and every other kind of thing via video and uh, on our playlist, featured on our playlist this on uh, uh, March 23rd. Hopefully we're going to have David come on with us, and I, we're going to try a Skype. But as I've mentioned before, my loyal, faithful Japanese fans, I'm not sure what the time frame is or the time difference for us to get that done, but we are going to do it. Another thing we're going to work on is we're going to try to double up the request because uh, I'm Mr. Mr. Music Player here is falling behind. I mean, we're playing them once a week and they're working. That's the, but the and the, but the bad news is we're falling behind. The good news is we're very happy to have all the requests, more and more, and some new ones, an interesting one. And somebody's name came in that I'm not going to mention right now because I don't think I could pronounce it. But Marlene and I are trying, and she's trying to figure out. Hopefully. We've added another country, and we're hoping it's Italy, but it looks like it's either going to be Italy or maybe a new one down in South America. So we'll be able to claim that uh, for our for our stuff. And let's see. Do we have anything else on here? Of course you're going to have the Enquirer. we got some beauties tonight on the Enquirer. It's going to be very nice for you. You're going to enjoy it, as we always do. And I read something, I can't remember where it was, where it said, I didn't even know, and I don't know, and it's an honest thing when I said to Marlene tonight, <clears throat> I said, what does me to me? What is that? She had to explain to me what it was, and you know, I certainly respect anybody that's ever had that happen. And, but I honestly do believe, like, all hysteria, it's overblown. It does remind me of the Enquirer. So in the USA Today, 
I saw something that said, in Hollywood, the the women, the actresses, uh, said that 94%, they did a survey, had been sexually harassed. Now, anytime I see a number, I'm a numbers guy, of 94%, I got to really see some facts behind it. After reviewing the column and going down, as the disclaimers came up and up and up, and it was a small group from end of December to early Jan when all this was going on, and some were a third, we're not sure what sexual harassment was, you probably got down to 14 18%. I don't know what the number is, but it eerily reminded me, or maybe joyously reminded me of the Enquirer. The Enquirer speaks the truth, and now the other periodicals, the media, are joining up. The music tonight, J.P. Soares, S-O-A-R-S. Very interesting guy. He started off playing and recording with the heaviest of heavy metal groups. Found out that uh, in his influences are Hank Wilson. I mean, <laughs> Hank Wilson. <laughs> That's good. Why don't we just say Brian Wilson? Hank Williams, Miles Davis, Dr. John, kind of really all over the Black Sabbath. He's everywhere. So what comes out of all this tunnel of influence is a very heavy-duty blues, rockin' blues. He's currently on tour playing a lot of Florida, Alabama, a lot of the Southern. But he, I think he sets himself up. I like this stuff, so you're going to get uh, tuned into it, and I think you're going to want some more. In fact, I started looking for a tour to see where he might be. So we'll lead off with him. Next, 30 Days in the Hole by Humble Pie. Most of you probably don't know who that is or was. It was a group that featured Peter Frampton and some others. It was before Peter went solo. And after he decided to go solo, uh, the album that they had worked on cracked into, busted into a top five, and he thought, I've made a terrible mistake. But in fact, he did not, and he had a great career. Next, Night Moves, Bob Seger, most notably known, another Detroiter like uh, Eminem or Jack White, noted his biggest band was a Silver Bullet band, had a lot of great hits. And it was a lifelong best friend of Glenn Fry, and he's uh, put out a new tribute song to to to, to, to uh, honor Glenn Fry, and he just did that about I think about a month ago. On top of that, he had a he was playing, and he had a terrible, real problem with his back, and he had to have spinal surgery, and he's hoping, with a career that started in 1961, that he can keep playing. Night Moves was probably his big song. We're going to play that for you. And then the biggest sticky of the night, I'm going to stop after the, after we play three, belongs to Robbie Robertson. And we'll get to him when the time is proper for Robbie to come on board. We'll start it off. Not, let's knock off three, see where we are, see how we feel. Then we're going to take the longest sticky of the night. We're going to shorten it down. I'll try to abbreviate it, but I will send you and say you must go out to Wikipedia, you must go out to, there are several different information sources, discographies of him, because he will have the longest sticky on the show. So Full Moon Night in Memphis, lead it off, let JP soar.
Wilder.com. Now with listeners in 17 countries around the world, including Australia, Brazil, France, Germany, Japan, the UK, Ireland, India, Poland, Russia, and the US. Let us know where you're listening to RadioWilder.com. Tall, could have used a few pounds. Tight pants, points, hollering out. She was a black haired beauty with big dark eyes and points all her own, sudden way up high. Way up firm and high. Out past the cornfields where the woods got heavy. Out in the back seat of my 60 Chevy Working on mysteries without any clues Working on our night moves Trying to make some front page driving news Working on our night moves In the summertime Some high in the sky, some We were just young and restless and bored Living by the sword And we'd steal away every chance we could To the back room, to the alley, or the trusty woods I used her, she used me, but neither one cared We were getting our share Working on our nightmare Trying to lose a awkward teenage blues Working on a nightmare And it was summertime mm-hmm. Sweet summertime, summertime the lightning yeah. Waited on the thunder From 1962 And it's funny how the night moves When you just don't seem to have as much to lose Strange how the night moves With autumn closing in
humble by did 30 days in the hole and he, and I believe this in this week's inquiry we may have some candidates for that if not longer on the the uh, tribute song that's done I knew you when that's the song that Bob Seger dedicated or is a tribute song to Glenn Fry that's the that's the tune that he did he also co-wrote the Eagles big hit heartache tonight so Bob and and that group are tied in pretty closely pretty tight okay longest sticky could be the longest sticky in history the reason it could be the longest sticky is because Robbie Robertson those of you that know his most famous group was the band the band uh, had several iterations. He's from Canada, and they started off, and I remember one time reading someplace or seeing some documentary. They were so poor, they stole candy or stole stuff from some 7-Eleven to eat. They obviously morphed up into the bruisers that they became, and they are all uh, they were tied into several different musicians, but most notably Bob Dylan. They did several things with Bob. Now, Robbie himself has been involved in writing books, working in films, movies like Raging Bull, working with Martin Scorsese. He's done, he's written, he wrote most of the band stuff. He never sang. Uh, He had about 10 years before he did a single with them. But he he went out to California, they did, and they found a studio, Shangri-La, and they had done some tapes in early 71. I think Shangri-La came up about 76, 75. It was an old, kind of an old ranch house. There was a 1937 ranch house that a movie star had. And his the movie star was uh, from 19... Uh, the house was built in 37. And it was used in the famous... I know plenty of you don't know this. The famous Mr. Ed, the talking horse from the 60s. They stabled Ed down there, and they also did the filming down there, and they did some other stabling down there also because they had a very, what they called a, um, what was the term? Well, let's just say a high-priced bordello. In the, but they had they had a real a relaxed clubhouse feel down there, which helped them record. So these tapes that were done in 1971, Robbie put them together, then worked with Dylan on them, and what came out was a, a album that is that is the probably they give the credit to both Dylan and the band called the Lost Tapes. There, that's a good one too, and that came out. And then they some one of the guys got hurt. Uh, in, a, in an accident, not bad, but he just he hurt his neck and he couldn't play. And they were getting about the time they were trying to do some individual projects. So what they decided to do was make a one last concert. And when they decided to do one last concert, Billy Graham um, put him on the bill, rented uh, winter, winter, winter Wonderland, if you want to call it that, out in San Francisco. And they decided they were going to just do one big uh, extravaganza where they just kind of they just kind of do it and put everything together and it'd be their last shot. And then he what he wanted to do was he wanted to go out and do a documentary on it and have it. And so what he did was 
he got a hold of Martin Scorsese and said, would you help me? I want to put together this doc documentary. And he said, okay, great. I'll, I'll be happy to do that with you. So as they started to put the thing together, uh, they decided to put together a gala. And the gala was going to be uh, where they were going to have it at winter. And it was going to be uh, 25 bucks, and you get a Thanksgiving dinner. It was going to be on Thanksgiving Day, 1976. So when they put it together, as they began to do it, they invited all kinds of musicians, uh, Eric Clapton, Neil Young, Joni Mitchell, Dr. John, Bob Dylan, uh, Neil Diamond, and they were going to play, and then these guys would, or and, and girls would, very, would come in at different parts and play along. Well, they ended up with 400 reels by the time this was all said and done, and they put it together into and made it actually into a documentary that then was had a soundtrack with it, and the document the soundtrack was went to number 16. In 1978, when it came out, and it stayed on for a fairly long time. It's a great documentary. I've seen it before. You want to see that. And this thing then got him tied in with Martin. He started to like what what movies were about and filming and producing. So he got involved in doing soundtracks. He got involved in producing and did, as I mentioned earlier, like Raging Bull. He was part of that, several other ones. And then he wrote a fair amount of books. He's won all kinds of awards. I'll just say that he's uh, he made the Hall of Fame in 1994, and the, with the band and the band and, and he and the band made the Grammy Lifetime Achievement in 2008. And I promise you, this is like a snippet of what Robbie Robertson is. But I heard this song it was in the collection, moving around, and that's six, seven years old. I think 2011 or something like that. And he don't live here no more is the name of it. And Eric Clapton has a little bit to do with it on the guitar. So we're going to bring that one out for you. And then Geneva Magnus, Love is an Army. I I ran into that also, and I didn't really, I just heard it and I liked it. I was searching around somewhere for something. It's a brand new tune, 2018. She does some nice, nice blues. And then finally, Luis Davis, we're going to be getting to you with your request. Next, then, we'll go to Robbie in Geneva, and then we'll come back and talk a little bit about the request.
David Sweetlaw on RadioWilder.com, where you can hear the newest and the best music in rock and roll. What'd you think of Robbie? Sounded good, didn't he? You can, as you listen to music, I'm sure it's the same in all jazz and big band. I know it is in big band, you can see it. The great musicians want to play with the other musicians or the people that are artistic or know what's happening. To have Eric showing up with Robbie, along with many of the others, shows you the kind of quality and talent that he had and his band, the band, did. It's uh, 
it's a wonderful documentary. So if you get to see it, please do, because it's it's hard. It's just a very simple, The Last Waltz. How about Geneva Magnus? Back to the Blue, a nice blues tune. 2018, new. Heard her, had a good voice, and I thought she was sultry and sang nice blues. So we got a nice new one on here, 2018. And I'll have to listen. I got about three or four versions. I want to pay a little bit more attention. That's one that grabbed me in there before we put it on. Black Betty, Ram Jam, the very best of Ram Jam. Just pretty much a one-hit wonder. Luis, it's a good song, though. Luis Davis got shuffled away in the dust on our request. I apologize, Luis. I'm not, I, I don't know who you are. I don't think you're one of my Japanese fans, but you're a good fan, and we appreciate it. It's a good rocker. We're going to go ahead and play that. And I'm going to do one or two songs. I'm going to do that. I should take that back. And then we're going to do a James Brown song. And I have a little story about James Brown. Next, let's go to Deweese. Let's play a little music. Let's, let's figure out what Black Betty is and done by Ram Jam. <laughs> Oh! 
likes to rock it. Nice choice. Glad you brought that to the program. I was dancing around pretty well and pretty good to that one. Let's move forward a little bit to Mr. James Brown, a monster. Millions and millions of hits. Had his own thing. Mr. Soul, hardest working man in show business, and he was a hard worker. We were in El Paso playing, and we had a night off, and we knew, we heard on the radio, we heard some James Brown stuff, and, you know, we liked it okay, but James Brown on a record and James Brown live are completely 180 degrees different. And we decided, let's go down there. I don't remember who we were down there with, three or four. And in El Paso, the demographics are, it's mostly Spanish, and the black dudes are soldiers, and us white dudes are out there, and we're rockers. And we made up easily the minority, but we wanted to see the mighty James Brown. So we came in the Coliseum and had a nice, we had a very beautiful, low, what we call low-hanging clouds in there in those days. If you lived in El Paso, Texas, if you went to a concert, they had that uh, low-hanging cloud and it wasn't uh, uh, Paul Mall cigarettes. So you came in, you were feeling pretty good, and I think we were probably feeling good anyways. We had a night off. So we come walking in there and James... The choreography of his performance and the movement that that man did for two hours mesmerized everybody. The girls were great. He had dual drummers. I had never seen dual drummers before. They had played. I was just watching them, paying rapt attention to them, how they did it synchronized. The stuff that James did and played, their horns were great. It was a serious, serious show. And it, really rocked us and thought okay in those days when we played we wanted to make sure we 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 got to a point where we'd we'd say a song or our set or we were tight i mean we had everything dialed in the rhythm was good all the rest of it believe me he took it to a a whole another level it was a fabulous performance and i started to listen to more of his music we didn't start playing james brown music but it's one of those that you just said to yourself there's an artist there's a there's a classic guy, and uh, the song we're going to do tonight is out of sight. Simple, good dancer, good dancing one. I think people enjoyed dancing that. And then we're going to take it over to Radio Days because it says Radio Days, so World Party on the Bang album. But back to James, I was in South Carolina going on a business trip, and I pulled into this, uh, got off a big airliner, and then went to one of those little annexes where the smaller smaller planes fly and I saw all these people around this guy and I looked and thought that's James Brown I think he's a very stocky guy he used to be a boxer himself solid you wouldn't want to push James down I don't think and I just you know I wanted to say something to him there was too many you know 50, when I say a crowd around I'm saying 10 8 or 10 people and it was, you're going to take a commuter so there aren't a lot of people going to make the flight and it was just my luck that when they loaded us up and put the seats in, I'm right next to James Brown. He's on the window, and I have him trapped on the outside. James and I had a fabulous conversation, and I wasn't a fan saying, Oh, James, you were great. You were awesome. I just talked about that night in El Paso, how his band stunned all of us, brought everybody together, and I thought, I asked him questions like, How many hours did you put into choreography of that? How did the drummers practice? How did they work together? Because sometimes they do exactly the same thing, and then sometimes one would do an offbeat, and another would do another another different thing. And I told him how much we admired 
how much his work was. So that took about the 45-minute flight. So that was my James Brown story, and, it, and I was happy to have it. Next, it's music time. Music, music. Two for you. We'll do two, and then we're going to go into, Dave will take us into the Deuces Are Wilder. And the Deuces Are Wilder, up until two days ago, had two different songs in there. But I heard this, couldn't believe it was covering it, and it, it stunned me. I fact-checked it, you know, like all the newspapers do. And I, I drilled down best I could, and it seemed real to me. And I'll let you judge for yourself, because I don't think you'll ever have a chance to decide or believe who actually is covering it. But when you hear the whole story, maybe you will. So, two for you, music time on RadioWilder.com. You've got your highest sneakers on. Slipping you. You've got your highest sneakers on. And you're slipping you. You're more than all right. You know you're out of sight. You got a shapely figure, mama. That's keeping me up tight. You got a shapely figure, mama. Keep me up tight. You're too much. You know you're out of sight. Hey, the way you do the thing you do. The way you kiss me too. The way you do the thing you do. The way you kiss me too. My heart delight, that's what you are. Know you're out of sight
Get the songs on the air. It's time for Harry's Deuces Are Wilder on RadioWilder.com. In the 60s and 70s, you would say, you're out of sight. It was kind of an all-encompassing term for awesomeness, greatness. You'd see whatever, or a great car, or that meal was out of sight, mostly tied into the girls. A chick's out of sight when he said, and when James says, you're just too much, it's beyond description, your eyes, what your eyes are trying to translate, something, something like that. And while we carry things forward from the 70s and, you know, maybe late 60s, but probably in the 70s, like dude, dudester, a few of the things like that that everybody buys off on today, I don't hear anybody ever say anymore, you're out of sight or you're too much. And I guess that's, you know, those are the ones that didn't make it. Next, the deuces are wilder. Davies brought us in by now, or will be bringing us in. It's Spanish Castle Magic, the Jimi Hendrix experience, off Axis, Bold as Love. We've had Jimmy on before, and we'll have Jimmy on again, because he may be the greatest. But he wasn't planned to be on. What was planned to be on was my boy... My uh, boyfriend left me, I believe is what it was, by the Angels, or my boyfriend's back by the Angels, covered by the Ravenettes. It was ready to go up to two weeks ago, or two days ago, three days ago. And I'm driving along, and I hear this song, and, and I look at it, and it says, Mark Rivera slash Billy Joel. And it's a friggin' cover of Jimi Hendrix song. I don't believe it. So I go home and start fact-checking, if you will, fake newsing or whatever you want to say. And the best that I can determine is that Mark has been in Billy's band forever. He's the horn player in the band, does some singing, also plays with Ringo, and quite a talent. Good-looking guy. Been, been involved in music for a long time. Well, apparently decided he'd, he'd go out on his own. He'd, he'd do some more songs with Billy Joe, and Billy Joe said... I like, let's, let's change it up. Let's rock it a little bit more. Billy Joe can sing different stuff. He didn't just sing 
what he sings nowadays. Some of that's still great. Billy can sing. He has a voice. And they, the cut that I got was off a concert in Utah in November of 2017. And you won't recognize Billy Joe singing it. It is Billy Joe. And it's the cover of Spanish Castle Magic. I had to have it. it had, I had immediately canned the Ravenettes, or one of my favorites, and the longtime forgotten angels, and move Jimmy, Mark, and Billy Joel in, into prime position. We'll play the double play, and then I think uh, let's talk a little bit about Nashville, the greatness of Nashville, and what we found in Nashville, the music city, and what we might bring back to the Wilder program from Nashville. It's time for Deuces Are Wilder. It's very far away. It takes about half a day to get there. If we travel by me, dragonfly. No, it's not in Spain But all the same, you know it's a good name And the wind's just right
takes about a half a day to get there If we travel by Dragonfly No, it's not in Spain But all the same, you know it's, it's a really groovy name And the wind's just right Hey! Come Hang on, my darling Hang on, if you wanna go That's a place for you and me The clouds are really low And they overflow with cotton candy And battlegrounds are red and brown But it's all in your mind Don't waste your time on sad things Just throw your little mind away see why I had to rip them out and have that. When you have a voice, you can sing and you can cover, and out of the woodwork, out of uh, a band like Patty did out of Bruce's band, and many others come out of the out of the darkness, out of the behind, and, and move their way to the front of the band, and he obviously has, but you have Billy doing the back of you. He said, Billy's an amazing guy. He can sing anything and do anything, and you hear him doing one thing. It was like when Edda moved over for us, uh, was lucky, we were lucky enough to have her grace the Wilder stage and left her jazz background to do Born on the Bayou. When you have it, you have it. All right, and Nashville has it. So we're going to go into Nashville just a little bit. And I can, I, I've been to Nashville. This is my sixth time. First two times were business, I didn't hang out. 
next four times were stop-offs, once for a wedding, once for my car, different things. But you got a good vibe in Nashville, and obviously it's the music city. The, the difference of Nashville when you live there for three or four days, we got in there late, torture, plane four hours late for us, and our pals that were going to meet us three hours late for them, got into a hotel kind of late. And our Friday, we were going to have an opportunity, which was disappointing. We were trying to meet these. It's another project that we're trying to put together. I haven't been very successful for you, but anybody who knows me know I am an animal, and I am a bulldog, and I will bring these things in one way or another. Now that we have a show, and I have IOUs to you, and we were supposed to meet this. Well, it was a. We went back and forth. It's this teacher we want to get on the program, who's just a one. Sounds like a wonderful teacher, and it's a music class, and people are to learn how to put songs together and record them. And I'm not going to go into all of them. And he was nice enough to reach back out to me and said, "This is last minute." He said, "I can't believe you're going to Nashville. I'm taking 25 students today to Nashville. Who would?" Who would have thought it? He said, you're welcome to come join us last minute at a studio. So the four of us were waiting to see if that happened. Otherwise, we're going to drive up to Corvette land so Bill could see the Corvette Museum, went to a distillery, et cetera, et cetera. Well, then Friday night, we went to Raymond, Ryman, I should say. I better say it right now since I've been there. Ryman Auditorium is what it's actually called. Built in 1892. There were for the and the original Grand Opry was there. There was no Grand Ole Opry going on in 1892. It was a church. It was putting on plays, or who knows all the things that went on for 33 years before it became home of the Grand Ole Opry. We sat in pews. The acoustics were wonderful, and just being in an old building like that with that fabulous sound. All the all that happened after that just got better because Tedeschi trucks came on, and I cannot tell you how Susan Tedeschi can sing. She just goes up to that microphone and smashes it. She's like Bonnie Raitt, except with more power, if you can actually believe that. Has the beautiful tones, but man, she was waiting after three hours. And her husband is a fabulous guitar player. That's why they have the two T's of the band. But we were treated to a 12-piece group horns, backups, dual drummers again, by the way. we got some organ action going on. we got piano. We even had some flute. It was a fantastic performance, and it was all of us had planned to go out and party some more afterwards. We were going to go out and hit the streets, but she battered us so much, the band did, that we just slunk back to the hotel, KO'd, got ready for Saturday. But the music... A place in Saturday we're going to do the Grand Ole Opry, in there, and I'll make that short and quick. The Grand Ole Opry is is the Grand Ole Opry. I, I would have rather to go to the play since noon. It's modern, was wonderful. I just didn't think the talent was up to par. In fact, a couple of stars I'm not going to name any of them couldn't hit the notes, couldn't do the things. But to go there, it was it was really great. Then we came back and did a review of the show, and we just. Everywhere you went, as everybody knows, everybody's trying to make it in Nashville, so at three, four, like Vegas, except I thought it was more honest than Vegas. People are singing and playing everywhere. We saw an gr- old granny, they called her. I don't remember exactly what the, the Taylors, I think they were called. She was a great guitar player, and her daughter was doing the singing. saw there in the afternoon, you know, you're eating a hamburger and somebody's playing. And I can only tell you from the other side of the stage, it's very disturbing and weird when you're playing music. And we used to do it at like officers clubs and stuff. People are eating and you're playing and it's, you get paid good, but it's, it's not the mood you want to see. But 
course, for the military in those days, you, you, you did what you needed to do. But the fun day was Sunday. We went over to Vanderbilt. And, of course, we all said we're going to come back. We wanted to get more of it. We went over to Vanderbilt to see uh, Matt Schaller's son, Reed, pitch. Heather and Matt Medicine, we all had breakfast. And their other son, Mason, was there. We were not some neat-looking ballpark, very clean. And Vanderbilt's a very good baseball team. And I think Reed sounds like a wonderful baseball pro, uh, prospect. He may declare for the draft. I begged Matt to let me be his agent. I said I'd do it for 3%, but he crushed me and said that's not happening. But before, after we left there, it was a little chilly in the air. It rained pretty good the night before. We were just going to walk down. and uh, uh, we. Oh, the other thing that happened to us is Arlene and I were uh, uber virgins. We never knew how that worked, and Bill and Donna turned turned us on, so we were Ubering everywhere. Couldn't believe how cool that was, how much fun that was, and leaving the car. It was so great, we turned the car back in. I said, here, have it. We think, I think we started Ubering on a Saturday. We needed to go up to Bowling Green on Friday. Well, fast forward to the, to the fun part. So Bill said, hey, there's a Piggly Wiggly across the street. Now, those of you down south, I know you've heard or know or family knows of Piggly Wiggly. It used to be a supermarket chain. They still have them. They're still around, but they were big down south. They were big down in Texas, big where we live. Cute, had a pig on the front. Reminded me of our Lord, my Lord's drum, bass drum head, except mine looked, was a little greater because my friend painted a beautiful crown on it. Had a little bit more, but this is a smiling pig. Nothing to laugh at. Bill goes into the store and he looks down there, he said, I know they usually carry these grocery stores, have T-shirts or sweatshirts or things like that, and I, I want to get one. I'm a little chilly. He goes back and finds the coolest of sweatshirts. Music, Piggly Wiggly, Music City, et cetera, et cetera. And on the back, the pig. He didn't get more than halfway to the counter, and I said, I got to have one. So I got one. Put it on. Bill and I put it on. We Ubered our way downtown and became a sensation. That's an exaggeration, but not as much as you would think. We were stopped by people continuously all afternoon. Oh, Piggly Wiggly. Oh, I, oh, I love Piggly Wiggly. We used to go to say, we're going to the pig to get our groceries. And my brother used to work at Piggly. But we, t we had p people wanted to take pictures with us of our Piggly Wiggly sweatshirts. So my dream is, we even had a picture with the owner of the store, Piggly Wiggly. He thanked us for buying the stuff. And we said, uh, hey, how about having a picture? His name was Kenneth. So the three of us in there, maybe Terry has those loaded up or not. I'd love to have the Piggly Wiggly sweats, a little going to charity, maybe revitalize it. The guy's a smart guy branding branding his stuff. And uh, that was a lot of fun being stopped. And even when you weren't stopped, people would be staring at you. You could just tell they were looking at you like, these dopes are wearing Piggly Wiggly. I can promise you this. In that whole, I don't want to call it, I keep thinking of New Orleans, you know, the quarter. I don't want to call it the quarter, but it is similar. Nobody else was wearing a Piggly Wiggly sweatshirt. Nobody, except for Bill and I. We cherish them. We like them. Hopefully, they'll be on the Wilder program, and you can have them for yourself. And those of you that live down south, you'll want to have yours for sure. All right. And we got the, we got the, now there's our story for the day. Nashville, it's fun. I'm going to go and take a peek back into my old, the area, the comfort zones for me, the, the 50s of that when you're a teeny little kid in here, either my Ricky or my Everly brothers, we're going to, all you have to do is dream. And this show has turned out to a kind of be a dream. That's a 59 tune. 
Their voices are just as great today. They're timeless as far as voice goes. And I don't have a lot of great stickies after that. I just have songs on that I like. So I think I'll hit, what will we do? Let's go, um, let's go two, and we'll hit the Everly Brothers, and then we'll do a song uh, by Rhinoceros. And it was off the famous Satin Chickens album. You remember that, 1969. Oh, it's just a good song. They sing well, and you'll catch the drift of the song. We'll do those two. Back pop into the 60s. We'll do the 50s and 60s, 59 and 69. We'll stop and take a little peek at 2018, and then we'll get close. And uh, we have about three or four more tunes. We'll hype you up into what's going on. But as you know, as soon as back door's over, you know where we're going next. We're going to the pages of the Enquirer. Enjoy. All I have to do is dream. Dream, 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 dream when I want you in my arms when I want you and all your charms whenever I want you all I have to do is dream, 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 dream when I And I need you to hold me tight whenever I want you. All I have to do is dream. I can make you mine, taste your lips of wine anytime, night or day. Only trouble is, she whiz. I'm dreaming my life away I need you so that I could die I love you so and that is why whenever I want you all I have to do is dream Wine any time, night or day. Only trouble is, gee whiz, I'm dreaming my life away. I need you so that I could die. I love you so, and that is why whenever I want you, all I have to do is dream. Listening to RadioWilder.com with new tunes from a new English artist. March 23rd. Listen for it right here on RadioWilder.com. Get out the back door. 
tell you about it later. I ain't letting you down. Scene once or twice. You go know, to the Everly Brothers, that's uh, Marlene calls it a, a buckle polisher. Their voices are just so beautiful. If you have a great voice, it really doesn't matter what type of music you're playing, it transcends everything, and they always do, and they always will. Breaking Wilder News, courtesy of Harry's National Inquirer, spelled with an I, where inquiring minds and behinds want to know this is big. All right, now, the inquiry this week is a little rugged, so I, want, I don't want you to get all distressed about it, but reality is reality in our world. You know how it is now. You, all you have to do is look around, and there's nothing, nothing too good to talk about. But we're going to take a look at Melanie Griffith. You might know her. She's got some problems. She has a ferocious, she needs a new nose, basically. She has a ferocious 
flesh-eating cancer is devouring her nose and then her face. And more troubling than this is that this, this medical setback that she's suffering, and there's a, really not a very good picture of her, and I wouldn't really make light of somebody having any kind of cancer, and I'm not because it's serious if it's in the inquiry. However, when I read the next couple of lines, I thought, hmm, I don't know if they're just trying to give the old double point to Melanie. She's not one of their proudest subjects. I love you, Inquire, but you know how some of the media picks on certain people. I think sometimes my my publishers over at the Inquire, well, they're not my publishers, but I'd like to have them be my publishers, sometimes get down on somebody to get ugly with them. But back to the flesh-eating nose or cancer that's ripping into her nose, uh, what what is what has disturbed the author of this is the medical setback may have triggered triggered a relapse because as previously f- photo snapped a few months back in the inquiry it they the pictures show a white powder like substance on the inside of her of the former excuse me cokehead's nostrils that is a sign by the way that she may be sniffing around for more trouble Moving along, we move over to Elvis's daughter, the lovely Lisa. Now, her money-hungry husband is chasing Lisa around, or her cash stash, as they like to call it. Now, Lisa claims she's homeless and doesn't have any money, but at one time she had command of a billion-dollar fortune. Uh, but an unscrupulous money manager wasted away 100 mil of hers. She's not happy about that. I don't think anybody would be happy about it. She claims she's, you know, she's pretty much busted. And on the other side, though, her her money-hungry 56-year-old Michael Lockwood, he's getting really ugly with his lawyers. He claims that she has three, $31 million in assets, including an $11 million trust fund. He wants his share, and he's going to get his share. So we don't know how that's going to turn out. It is what they call an ugly or... A divorce shocker, you know how they bring that up, because it is shocking when you see these things happen. I'm actually a little bit more shocked about somebody going through 100 mil, but what does that matter in the world of things? Then we move over to a gentleman that you all know is smoking the bandit, Mr. Burt Reynolds. Well, apparently, Burt has Burt killed. This headline say Burt ki- Burt Reynolds killed my my hubby, and. Uh, he's been hiding the secret for decades and decades, and finally, only the Enquirer can reveal the claim. So the three people—it was a—it was a love triangle between Sarah Miles, and Bert, and her lover manager, David Whiting. And apparently, one night, uh, she had been out with Bert. I'm sure you know, sightseeing or something with Bert. Came back to their palace. She came back. Bert dropped her off, and her husband was giving her a hard time. So Sarah called Bert. Bert manhandled David, smashed his head into the, to a card table and kind of busted his head a little bit. But everybody claimed he was okay. But then later, uh, it seemed like at, at, the, at the end of all that, he was found later overdosed with a whole big bunch of pills. And they were all laying around him. It kind of looked like people had kind of set it up, if you will. So she claimed, she's not, her name is Nancy Jefferson, just so you can fill in the love triangle that Bert's been hiding that for decades, but the, but the Enquirer brought it out for you so you can find out and know, have some new knowledge about Bert and his murder that 
he maybe he will not get away with. You know, you catch these guys, Wagner and Burt and everything out there murdering, killing people. You got to bring them to justice. That's what I say. Okay, so these were kind of rough stories. I'll admit it. I, I, but I got to read what the Enquirer gives me, and I could go to lower stuff. You know, the B sections in the newspaper. They hide it under a business and stuff. But I like to bring it out front, keep you up, keep the news fresh, so you'll get to have it and understand it. See what really happens in your dull life and in my dull life compared to these people. They've got a lot of action going on. Now, there is something here that you can afford. You don't need $100 million. We have this week special, and it's the, the best way to describe it. It's, I'll describe its, t- its name. It's called The Beautiful Dreamer. You can feel her breathe, hear her heartbeat, and she has touchably soft, hand-rooted, by the way, hair. She responds to your gentle, loving touch, and it's an incredible value. You know I bring in nothing but incredible values. This, uh, it was done by an artist called Andrea Arkello. Now, people have paid thousands for her product before, but buying it through the Enquirer, this, this beautiful gift, you can pick it up for $159.99 or, of course, on the easy installment plan of $39. 99 so hopefully you people are taking advantage of these deals that we're bringing you through the inquiry because they're not always just going to last i'm still thinking about that beautiful 45 dollars ring i probably wish i'd have got that for marlene for valentine's day just to just so to show how what i feel about her and you know it had gold and i don't remember all the things that were in it but i i hope we'll have one of our listeners or a dozen of our listeners reach out and tell me how satisfied their partner was when they received that $45 ring. All right, enough from the Enquirer. It's kind of a downhill for me, for me, because once I'm at the Enquirer, you just, I'm, I'm, I'm worn out by the power of the story, so I have to relax a little bit. So we had uh, the rhinoceros in, the, in and out of the back and front door with the gentleman. Now we're going to go into 2018. We got another one out by our band, one of the Wilder favorites, Fallout Boy, off a Mania album called Champion. We're going to have that. And then Crazy Elephant's coming on the stage. Again, I don't have a lot of, um, what's, what, what's the term? We don't, we don't have a lot of stickies today. But the ones that we had were long. Crazy Elephant, Gimme Gimme, Good Lovin', Who Doesn't Want That? That's from the 60s. And it's a good rock and roll song. Always liked it, always enjoyed it. Then we're going to have then we're going to finish with three two hall of famers and another fine southern rock group. And I think probably the best thing to do before I fall down is bring a real champion out that fall out by boy do their 2018 cut and we'll pop back in get you a little loving from 1969. <laughs> I'm calling you from the future To let you know we made a mistake And there's a fall from the past that's given me, given me such a headache And I'm back with the madness, I'm a champion Of the people who don't believe in champions I got nothing but dreams inside I got nothing but dreams I'm just young enough to still believe Still believe But young enough not to know what to believe in Young enough not to know what to believe in yeah. If I can live through this If I can live through this 
songs that's a 50 year old song basically 49 year old song kids and that's around it still gets you dancing the crazy elephant gimme gimme good loving champion from fallout boy that's about a 
That's about a 50-year spread between those two right there. Looking forward to next week. Uh, I don't really, because I'm a little bit ahead of the ball game. I'll give you a little sneak preview. We'll go to Showtime 23. What I will say about it is we're going to start putting the double requests in so I can knock my IOU. I have enough IOUs to everybody with all these videos I'm promising and Piggly Wiggly shirts and school this and charity, Be Kind People Project. IOUs all over, and I don't like that. But I can give you a treat and tell you that we're going to do uh, a little uh, Elmore James and Eric are going to help us out in the double play, the deuces. And then in honor of Nashville, when I was down there, we went down to, of course, several of the museums, Johnny Cash and Patsy Cline. And even when I was up and down the hall dusting the KGY, the mighty 690, I always liked Patsy Cline. My dad brought her to El Paso at Liberty Hall. I've mentioned many times that didn't mean anything to me. I'm a rocker. If you'd have brought somebody, uh, who knows, uh, Beach Boys to town, I'd love that. But I always appreciated a wonderful song. So we we went by the Patsy Cline, and we'll do that. And then one of the requests is actually going to be for my little sister. She wants to get that out. And then there's a song that is produced especially, another first for the Wilder program, by Mr. Butch Walker. He's doing it specially. He titles it Wild in the Heart. So, uh, Wilder in the Heart. And I appreciate Butch putting that out for us and as the show really gets some legs. I'm looking forward to doing it. We we had a wonderful time down in Nashville Music. We got some more ideas. We got some good stuff coming up because of that. As always, appreciate it. I'm going to look Tuesday and see if another country has joined up. We're going to find out who this one request is out of the several we got last two days that we're hoping, hoping that maybe Italy has joined up to the program. I can speak a little bit of Italian. I know pizza and wine, and I know what the flag looks like, and I know what that, well, I don't know that it's Italian, but I know what gelato is. So I'm a little bit more up to speed on that to honor the fans if we can get to Italy. We're going to end with three. Just let you listen to a fair amount of music. Elton John makes his debut on the Wilder stage. He's going to do Tiny Dancer. We saw him in Vegas. If if you've not seen him, he's a master, consummate professional, great musician, actually, besides that. And uh, he's somebody that once he's up, when you put somebody out live and they're greater than the records, that's all you need to know about what what their performance level can be. Then we're going to go to the Marshall Tucker Band. Well, I'm not going to say it's an honor, Steve, but it's one of the Southern groups. They're still playing. They started in the 70s, lost one of the original members in a bad car wreck. And the name, the trivia on this, Marshall Tucker, they were in a warehouse practicing, and they saw this Marshall Tucker, kind of a little sign over one of the doors in the warehouse. It was actually a blind piano tuner. That's where Marshall Tucker, Tucker came from. Then we're going to end up with one of rock and roll's top 100 songs of all time, done by Mr. Masterful Bob Dylan, Like a Rolling Stone. It's a good song to end it out, and we'll just roll right out of here like a Rolling Stone. Another successful week. And every week for me, for Terry, for Dave, we just look forward with hopefully bringing in all these different things that we want. I'm anxious to hear if anybody used the meditation tape. If you liked it, or the mellow tape, or the yoga tape, it's just there to be used by you. You're not going to receive too many lectures from me. No hot air, nothing on it. It's just music, music, music. 
If you have suggestions for that, when you go in to request a song, I would really appreciate that you specifically say, Harry, why don't you move it out? Because we'll change it out occasionally so that it'll be different for you. But uh, what Terry did, as I mentioned earlier in the show, he, he knew how, it, how well it was working when he put his two dogs to sleep while he was doing some recording this afternoon. That's the kind of stuff that we hope. It's mellow. I like to get mellow. I like to meditate. Kind of terrorize of yoga. Marlene gave me a yoga demonstration once up in Taos, and I tried to go along. And men, we're not built like Gumby, so it's not always a very wonderful thing. Thank you very much from all of us at the the station, at the show. I did get a request from somebody that said, "Uh, Harry, I really enjoy listening to your station. I wish it was a station, but... The, another thing that you might be able to see, it may or may not be up on Terry did the video of my little station, if you will, here the studio. I'm like a mole in the dark here, but I enjoy it that way. And maybe that will, then that will look at that as a station. Music, music, music. Appreciate it very much. Looking forward to next week. Look forward to all weeks. Have a great one yourself. Enjoy the weekend and go out with some pretty fine music. You got two big boys you got a Hall of Famers taking you out two out of the last three, and that's what we like to do for you at the Radio Wilder and do for us, too. We enjoy it just as much as you do. So goodbye from the deck, from the stage, from the mountain of RadioWilder.com.
found my widow, she weeps by my grave. Tears flow free for her, man. She couldn't say. Shot down in cold blood by a gun that carried fame. All for a useless and no good, wordless claim. And there's fire on the mountain, lightning in the air. Golden them hills and it's waiting for me.
station Let other people get your kicks for you You used to ride on a chrome horse with your diplomat Who carried on his shoulder a Siamese cat Ain't it hard when you discover that Listening to RadioWilder.com. Now partnering with the Be Kind to People Project. Be sure you're listening next week for Wilder News Flashes. How you can get a hot new Wilder t-shirt and who it helps. Cool rock and roll videos. Look for Ty Grimes and Trace Ombres on RadioWilder.com. Plus interviews and more. It's all right here when you log on to RadioWilder.com. This is David Sweetlow and you're listening to RadioWilder.com.